Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. testimony we, we listen to every day and we share is changing our lives. Amen. Amen. Please help me welcome our brother James White as he shares his testimony with us. Please help me welcome James White. Good evening. Yeah, my name is James White. I'm a shepherd, an usher, and a gallery campaigner. Well, at the age of 14 years, I got into drugs. At the early stage, I, I was just inspired by a movie I just watched. That was Mark and David goes to high school. So like, when I watched the movie with my friends, and I just told my friends that, man, they're saying marijuana is harmful. So why are they using it in acting movie? Let's go get some. And I said, oh, it's not the best. And I said, oh, man, if not the best, why are they using it in acting movie? Can't you see how they're popping in school? How school is cracking? How school is, I mean, let's go get some. And I said, they don't know where they sell it. And I said, okay, I have some guys who know where they sell it. So, like, just give me the money. I'll just, I mean, go get it. And I said, okay. So when they gave me the money, and I went to the streets, and I just asked some guy, and I asked him, I said, I need some cocoon. Where can I get them? I mean, then I said, oh, what's cocoon? I said, okay, I need some trees. So where can I get them? I said, ah. The man was confused. I said, okay, I need weed. Where can I get it? And he said, okay, just go here, go here, you get some. So when I went to get some, and I, I thought it was expensive, not 20, it was just uh, one CD. So I just bought 50 CDs and I just came home. So I, well, I just came home and I just told my friends that hey, we don't know how to roll up. So like, let's play some, let's play some hip hop and just roll it up and just push it out. And I said okay. So like when we just rolled it up, and one cop and I said yes, as the movie says, we scalify just cop, so we just have to stay calm. So it was going, we just smoked and no man, I was dizzy. I couldn't feel my legs. I said whoa, whoa. So I, I, so I just tell my friends that oh, I think I'm walking on the sea. And they said, oh, yeah. So, I, uh, so when, I, when my results just came, BC results came, and I got sectic, so I told my mom that, mom, I'm going to a boys' school. He said, okay, yeah, I like the school. So I go into a and I said, no, I'm going to do general act. So now I was going, I just, you know, I was much into it, so I just got to the ghetto and I just, Bought some, I just bought 20 CDs and added to my staffs and went to school. So, when, when in school, I was just smoking. So, most of my seniors loved me. They loved me because I can just bring it, smoke with them, go out, eat, and do stuff. And then I was sent to DC, a lot of stuff, and I just came home. So, when I just came home, I was stressed up. I just don't know what to do. And Pastor Eric Wright, I thank him. God just spoke to him and just spoke to my brother, he saw my little brother and he just spoke to my little brother 
my little brother just go and he just told me like James, um, I think you have to go to church. And I said, Oh yeah, you have to go to church. He said, and I said, me, I don't want to go to any church. He said, Oh, this lighthouse, where we just from? And I said, Okay. Where is it? He said, Oh, I didn't turn. I said, Okay. So Pastor Eric came to the house. He came. My little brother wasn't there. He just saw me. And I said, Oh, Dad, are you Pastor Eric? He said, Oh, yes, I'm Pastor Eric. And I said, Oh. He just picked me up and we came to church. First, when I just entered the church, I felt guilty. I felt guilty. I said, No, I don't deserve here. When I just entered, I saw and I said, Oh, no. All these people are holy. I'm just a fugitive. I just led many people to hell, so what am I doing in church? So I just, I just used the back door, and I just went out. And he came, he approached me, and he said, why did I leave the church? And I said, no, I felt very dizzy. Like, I don't deserve to be in this place. I don't deserve. And he said, oh, that's a church I meant for the sinners. And I said, oh, man, I feel like I'm a demon because I've led many people to hell. So what do you expect me to do in church? So he called me the next Sunday, and I said, I'm not coming. My friend had just called me that his mom had just traveled to China, so I've left him some money so I can just rub the streets and pop the streets. And I said, okay, no problem. So Sunday, when I just dressed up, I'm just leaving, and he just came in. And he said, I come to pick you to church. I said, oh, man, I just told you on the phone that I'm not coming to church. He said, oh, okay, but I'm here. So he just gave me some scriptures, and I said, okay, well, I'll follow you to church. And I came to church, and when I came, they were preaching about, like, Anna, your father. So something was just popping in my head and he said, honor your father. Do you honor your father? I said, oh, yes, I do. It's physical. And he said, no. Do you honor your father indeed? And there I was just, I just kept quiet. I didn't know what to say. And I just gave my life to Christ again. And now I thank God that now I'm an usher. You know, I, now, with the help of Bishop messages and you know, a lot of things. I can mean lead people to Christ. So I thank God that now I'm useful because first, first I used to condemn people. I used to condemn people because most of, I mean, most, I've led many girls into smoking now. So like, when they call me on the phone and they say, James, so when, when they went to Idaho College, they saw me and they said, whoa, most of the girls were surprised uh, is this James? Is this James? Is this James? Right. So I just did as if I haven't seen them. They just passed. Because they, they know that this is not how I am. So I thank, I thank Bishop for his life. I thank him that God is using him. And also, I thank you for his messages. And also, I thank Pastor Eric for the love he showed me. He never left me. I don't, like, I don't know where would I, I would have been without him. I thank you. church, bring the person into the church, follow up well on the person. He's now an usher, also in the gathering campaign team. Hey, was a drug addict. Amen. Amen. I have another sister in the house sharing her testimony. Please help me welcome Sarah Abwajewa Abwaje as she shares her testimony. Hallelujah. 
Um, I'm Sarah Bwajoa Abwaje in the gathering campaign team. I joined Lighthouse for about two years now, and the Lord has done so many things in my life that I can't even imagine. Um, somewhere last year in December, I was supposed to write my final exams. And when I joined the church, actually, I was made a shepherd, but I wasn't seen top at all because it was too difficult. I was being criticized. You go for meetings. The disgrace was just too much. So I decided to challenge this thing. I won't do it again. So I was studying for my exams. I go to school at 8, close around 10, get home like 12 because I wanted to pass my exams. But... One thing happened, when we got to the examination time, the Monday for the exams, I was just in the examination room, started writing. I don't know, all I felt was, I just took my paper and I gave it to the invigilator that I was done. That was just 30 minutes into the exams. Then the invigilator asked me, am I okay? I said, yes, I'm okay. Then I left the examination room. The following day, I had another paper. Whilst I was in the examination, that one too, that one, I just felt this and I fell. So they just took me to the hospital. When I went, I was admitted. And the third paper was on Friday. So I came back to write the paper. But when the results came, I passed anyway. But this January, I told my pastor that I'm a changed person. I'll be in church all the time, come for church meetings, do my bustle work with diligence. Then he told me one thing that, I shouldn't um, consider the number. Maybe I'll think that I have three members and I'll be disappointed because people have 10, 12, and they'll come and testify. So I should just work with diligence and the Lord is going to help me. In January, paying my school fees was just a problem. But I was just in school when one of my lecturers saw me and said, Hey, Sarah, it's been a long time, so come for your Christmas gift. He just gave me my school fees and I was... Surprise! He gave me an envelope, my school fees. I, I was just surprised. I, I was just surprised. At that time, too, I wasn't working, so there was no money. He gave me school fees. Then later on, he saw me again, gave me money, like pocket money for school, transport and all. I, I was just surprised. And since January till now, when I decided to work diligently, last semester, I passed so well, so well that... My least grade was 85.5. That was my least. My highest was 90.5. I was, I, I just can't, I, 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 I can't think far. <laughs> so I, I want to thank Bishop for giving us pastors like Pastor Niall. He has blasted me, but he has advised me, prayed for me. And Pastor Sami, when I went to him that I wasn't having a job and all that, he also encouraged me. And JP, he's, when, even when I was heartbroken, JP was there for me. He always prayed for me. <laughs> he always prayed for me and encouraged me that I should be in church and God is going to bless me. Thank you very much. Amen. 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 So as you are in church and you are a sitting star, please, 
Advise yourself quickly. Advise yourself quickly. Amen. As you are drawing closer and closer to the word for tonight, last week, the message that came, no. You see, I can't, I don't have words to describe it. But please, before the word comes, our Metioso is in the house. So please, help me welcome our stage, Graciela Grace! Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Let's give another hand clap to Jesus tonight. For his grace and his mercies. Hallelujah. I believe that it's just by that that we find ourselves here tonight. And tonight I just want to worship him. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Let's clap. Let's give him another hand. Amen. Now we are before the throne of the King of Kings, and I know that you will not live here the same as you came. That he, my prayer that he will prepare our hearts for service for him, hallelujah. And that he, we will be changed and will become better people. Amen. There is none like you, 
in your presence is where we must be. So we come as we enter the throne room and we cast ourselves down at your feet. We cry holy, thou art holy, there is no Great! 
this way. I want to be, I want to be, I want to be in your presence. Lord, your presence. Happily sitting down at your feet, Lord, in your presence. Where you talk with me, where you touch me, where you love me, oh, and I love you back in your presence, in your presence, that's where I long to be, I long to be, Lord, in your presence, in your presence, beauty, precious, Lord, in your presence, there is liberty for the
a shout. I cannot hear your shout at all. Give a shout to the Lord. Let it be louder tonight. There's no need to ask me twice. Just sign me up. As long as it's Jesus Christ, just sign me up now. Peter the fisherman was working by the sea. Turned into his business of life so dearly gently. Now Jesus was passing by on his missions across the land. He only said, follow me and I'll make you a fisher of man. And Peter said, sign me up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's no need to ask me to watch. Just sign me up now. Oh, 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 yeah, sign me up, yeah, yeah, yeah. as long as it's Jesus Christ, just sign me up now, oh, 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 yeah, the woman was at the well, searching her water, thinking of her wretched life. When she came upon the Savior Now Jesus said give me to drink Do you believe you are shining? In store I'll give you living water to drink And you won't yes. be thirsty no more She simply said sign me up Oh yeah Tell the Lord to sign Don't you up It's Jesus Christ Just sign me up now Oh 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 oh
Check your neighbor if your neighbor is dancing or not. entering your life to help you if you are here you are in school and you need any type of help the hand of God is entering your life somebody is going to experience a blessing you have not even dreamt about in school I said a blessing you have not dreamt of since you were born May the Lord enter your life to help you. I said, may the Lord enter your life to help you. How many of you believe that God can give you intelligence to pass every exam? Receive intelligence. The next time you go to a board to check your name, you won't look down for your name. You are going to look up. You didn't hear me. I said, you will not look down for your name. You will look up for your name. Receive excellence. Receive excellence. Your, 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 your lecturers are going to ask you how it is possible for you to jump from a GPA of 2.2 to 3.8. Receive it now. Today, God is going to lift us up. Amen. God is going to lift your life up. Amen. Not just in this service. Not just in this service. But everything. If you are here, you are working. Expect God to lift you up. Amen. If you are in school, ex- expect God to lift you up. If you, somebody here even doesn't have anyone to pay your fees for you, a hand of provision from heaven is coming to you. Lift your hands and thank the Lord for the supply. Everybody, I am prophesying supernatural supply of something you are believing God for. Lift your hands and thank Him for a supernatural supply. That is what I believe is happening to everybody here tonight. A supernatural supply. Something you don't have. Something you don't have. Something you need. Something you need. God is supplying it. You are about to share a testimony of God's supply. 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 Just lift your hands and thank God. Supply. What, what somebody needs is not what you need, but 
wherever you are and whatever you are doing, God is going to supply, supply, supply. Thank Him. Thank Him. Yes. Somebody here, you need wisdom. He will supply wisdom. Yes. You need wisdom. He will supply wisdom. You need light. He will supply lights. You need direction. He will supply direction. You need His grace. He will supply grace. Lift your hands and pray. Nobody here this evening will live here without something that will be equivalent to a testimony you will share. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for your great provision. Lift your hands again. Tell the Lord that Father, I'm going to walk with you. 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 I will live for you. There's this song we used to sing. I live for Jesus day after day. I live for Jesus. Let come what may. The Holy Spirit. I will obey. I live for Jesus. Day after day. It's a very, very, very simple song. I'll live for Jesus day after day. Let's start again. Let's start again. I'll live for Jesus day after day. I'll live for Jesus. Let come what may. Let what will come. Let, let it come. The Holy Spirit, I will obey. I live for Jesus day after day. I live for Jesus. You know that song? Day after day. I'm surprised nobody knows this song. I live for Jesus. Let come what may. Let come what may. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. I will obey. I live for Jesus. Day after day. I live for Jesus. I live for Jesus. Jesus, day after day, I live for Jesus. Let come what may, the Holy Spirit, I will obey. 
for Jesus day after day. Isn't that a good song? I live for Jesus day after day. I live for Jesus. Let come one day. your hands and sing this beautiful song. I live for Jesus. Day after day. Day after day. Oh, I live for Jesus. I live for Jesus. Let come what may. Let come what may. The Holy Spirit. The to live for a certain boy. You used to live for a certain girl. Some of you used to live for some group of wee smokers. But today, 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 you are deciding to live for Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus. Father, we thank you. 
what a wonderful time we are having in your presence. Thank you for a supply of your goodness and your kindness. You know, I hear again and again that God is going to supply, supply. Just thank him. Just thank him. Thank him for a supply. Thank the Lord for a supply. Thank the Lord for a supply. Thank him. Thank him. I don't know what you are looking for. I don't know what you need. But just tell the Lord, Father, I receive my supply. I receive something I need. Some of you here, you need marks. You need understanding of a subject. I don't know what yours is. But God is supplying it. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to supply. Supply. Supply, Lord. Supply, Lord. Supply, Lord. Supply, Lord. Supply, Lord. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap for Jesus and you may be seated. What a blessing. I want to welcome you to church tonight. How many of you are here for the first time? Today is your first time. Stand, stand to your feet. I want to come and welcome you. If today is your first time, stand to your feet. Welcome. The rest of you, clap for them. Keep clapping for them. time. Don't stop clapping. If I have not finished, you can't stop clapping. First time. You've not been to, you've not been to shine before. You're welcome. I'm going right there. Have I come here already? I've come here. Keep clapping for them. Welcome. Welcome. First time, you're welcome, girl. From where? From Nigeria. Are you a student here? Which school? Wisconsin. Wow. And you are from where? UPS. Clap your hands for Wisconsin. For UPS. Your first time? 
from where? Eugene, Legon. Wow. Wow. And you are from where? Was. You are from Was. Lovely. Beautiful. You are from where? UPSA. It's working there. You are from where? UPSA. You are from where? You're done with school. Are you working now? You're looking for a job? You're going to get a job, baby. You're going to get a job, baby. Receive it now, baby. Glory to God. You're done with school? Done with school? That's why I said, this evening, what you need, supply. Supply. Yeah. You're done with school? What school? You're about to enter? Where? Legon? Where? Nelson, you got it, baby. You'll be our pastor at NTC. Welcome. Yes. I don't know, but something you are looking for, you have found it here. Something you are looking for, you found it here. I don't know what you are looking for. Somebody is looking for a pen. Somebody wants shoes. Somebody wants a job. Somebody wants what? What? Straight A's. Receive straight A's. I said, receive straight A's. What you want is what you got, baby. And tonight, you may please be seated. I'm excited. Are we allowed to be excited in shine? Can I hear a shout? Some of you have not heard people shouting in church before. Is there anybody here who has not heard a shout like this before in church? Let me see your hand. You've not heard some before since you were born. Like you find that's very noisy. Let me see your hand. You've not heard some before. Everybody has said a shout. Can I hear a shout in shout? One more, one more, just one more, a little more, a little more. Receive your miracle. I want you to be seated. We we are going somewhere very, very great. And I'm happy you've come to join us. What God is going to do with your life, you have no idea how your life is going to turn out. 
And today, before I preach, I want to inform some of you here who may be new that this service is, is actually where some of you are going to have your wedding. So, uh, do you want to marry one day? Nursing training. Oh, you are married already? Are you married? Are you believing God to marry one day? You believe you will marry one day? Where will your wedding be? Here. Give the Lord a shout! You see, why, why, why I'm saying this is that some of you actually think that we are joking because it's a Saturday evening. But it is my way of informing you that you have come to church. This is church. And As we stay here, as we sit at the feet of God, and as we stay together as a family, whatever is lacking in your life will be supplied practically by God through the family you have come to join. Yes. I know many of you were brought here. Your friend brought you. Somebody invited you. Your sister or a pastor, but I want you to believe that it is God who ordered your steps here. And He's going to do wonderful things with your life. Are you with me? Yes. And today, I am preaching a very important message. It is the second in the series. Second. Episode did you, did you enjoy our film stars this evening? Yeah. Some of you are going to join them very soon. Yes, some of you are going to join them very soon. But episode two today will take you to a new level. The title of the message I started sharing last week was What Are You Hiding? Part two. What are you hiding? Ask your neighbor sitting by you. What are you hiding? What is it that you are hiding? Hmm. What did the person say? Money or condoms? Yes. There's a sister sitting here. She has got condoms in her room. Even in the bag. It's possible the condoms are in the bag. Yeah, emergency supply. But by the time God is finished with you, the condoms will be turned to flyers and Bibles and leaflets and complimentary cards. Receive it for your life. 
You can clap. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 44. Matthew 13. 44. Jesus speaking said, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field. The which when a man had found, he hideth And for joy thereof, goeth and selleth all that he hath and buyeth that field. Let's read the New American Standard Bible, NASB. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden. In a field. Which a man found and hid again. And from joy and excitement. He sells all that he has. And buys that field. From this evening your life will become an expensive life. There will be no lady in this service who will be described as a cheap girl. Every guy in this service will qualify to become an expensive brother. The kingdom of heaven, not the world, though. church. Church is a part of the kingdom of heaven. It is like a treasure. So when you are a part of the kingdom of God, your life itself must be an expensive life. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden. 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 Treasure hidden. Which a man found and hid again. So, the treasure itself was hidden somewhere. And a man found it. And when the man found it, because he was a wise man, he also went to hide it. There must be hiding of things. That's why the message title is a question. You two, what are you hiding? What are you hiding? The devil has succeeded to get us to only hide sins 
things that will destroy you are rather what we are hiding. But the things that will build your life up, the things that will elevate your stature, that will elevate your value, that one, we don't bother to even look for them. But the Bible says that a man found a treasure. The word found suggests to me that that man had been looking for it. I cannot just come and stand here and say, I have found a chair. Because I have not been looking for a chair. Wow! I have found Sister Enam. I'm, I'm not looking for her. You only find what you are looking for. May God put an appetite in you to look for things that are treasures. Things that are treasures. Sisters, a lot of you who are in school are going to discover, like my sister who said, I'm over with school. She's finished school. How many years, by the way? Finished how many years ago? Just a year. It's just a year she's finished school. But if you ask her, she will tell you, school is different from town. Even the words are different. The word school is different from the word town. Yeah. Yeah. Town is different from school. The words, even one of them, S-C-H-O-O-L, six letters, T-O-W-N, four letters, school and town are different. When you are in school, you are under the delusion that you are always going to be hiding behind things. Hiding behind things. Using your bottoms to get marks. Smiling at a guy to get fried rice. I'm preaching. But when you finish school and the realities of life face you, you realize that life ain't no fried rice. Yes. I said, life is not check, check. I said, life is not check, check. What are you hiding? Satan has been, you know, I, 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 I read a scripture last week. I want us to read again from Ecclesiastes. Yes, a very, very, um, a, a very, a very, a very, a very um, central and critical scripture. It will help you to live a better life. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 14. Look at it. It says, for God shall bring every way. Please don't worry about the kebab uh, aroma that's coming. In this church, when we close from church, we eat kebab before we go home. Yes. So just prepare your stomach. Yes. We'll bury kebab. 
kebab. For God. Now concentrate. Remove your mind from the kebab and concentrate on the word of God. Listen. Listen. Look at it. Look at it. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every what? Secret thing. Whether it be good or whether it be evil. It means that you are allowed to have secret things that are good. It is not only evil. It's not only sinful things that you should keep as secrets. That everybody must have certain good things you are doing that are a secret. It is here. Whether it be good. So, so, so if in your life you don't have good things hidden and I'm very happy I'm preaching to a generation that is not used to hiding of good things. Yes. I was born in the 60s. My generation was a generation or is a generation that is used to hiding of good things. Good things. But the generation today doesn't know how to hide good things. For instance, if you are a lady, your two breasts are good. They are very good. It's a treasure. (laughs) I'm preaching the word of God. The word of God. I said, your breast is a treasure. And it must be hidden. Not poured out of a wonder bra. Anytime something that is... You see, listen, listen. Hello, can I, can I, can I preach tonight? Am I I allowed to preach right now? It is very rare to walk out of here, walk on the road, and find diamonds. It's rare. Hardly. If you ever find a diamond, it might be, it's likely to be somebody's diamond that fell. Somebody's real diamond that fell. You cannot. It's not, it's, diamonds are rare. Very few engagement rings have diamonds on them. Very few. One, two, three. Few. Most of them are luva blades they have cut. Luva blades. The things you can easily go around and find are all cheap. If I step out right now, I'm not likely to bring anything expensive. But in this area, there are people living around here who have got gold in their bedroom. Gold. Hidden. But when you go to the house, the house which has got gold 
in, in it. Outside the gate of the house is sand. It means that only cheap things are found outside. Expensive things are found inside. So when you are a girl and you dress and you let your buttocks show in your dress for everybody to see the shape of your buttocks, it means that you are a cheap girl. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Any girl who dresses to bring out her breasts is a cheap girl. She is not a treasure. The real expensive girls, their breasts are hidden inside the brassiere, inside the blouse, inside the coat. I'm preaching. be expensive you will be expensive this series is going to add value to you you won't be in a room take pictures of your breast and whatsapp the picture once once it goes out it means a cheap girl has arrived yes you can't take pictures of your vagina and be posting it around and say look 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 no receive value 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 what are you hiding? Hide your breast. Hide your vagina. There are boys who take pictures of their penis and take it around, send it to other people. Ask your neighbor, are you a cheap brother? I'm preaching. I'm preaching the word of God. The Bible is what I'm preaching. He said, treasure, you see, what. Everybody here, there are expensive things about you. Your body, even, even your body. Is the, the things we see around you are not as expensive as the things which are inside. Yes. Akatesia. Like when you say like, like a, a, a girl, a young girl, a lady. Your real name, like in the tree, is Catesia. How many of you have heard that word before? Oh, Catesia now called it. It means Wakata Suesie. And I will wager her by Yaba. You have used a cream to bleach the top of your breast. Now we are now washeja. Washeja. You have displayed yourself. Tonight, eh, every demon that wants to make your life cheap, tonight the power of God is binding that power. And listen, sit down, sit down. When you finish displaying your body displaying your assets and men use you 
and you are a, 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 a 32-year-old girl, you look like a 60-year-old grandmother, then you come to church, then we the pastors must pray for you. We will knock your head. This service has Christians in it. And a Christian, when you come to Christ, you become expensive. Anybody, no matter who you are, plumber, lawyer, weed smoker, drunkard, thief, once you surrender your life to Christ, you begin an adventure of becoming an expensive person in the world. It is the devil who wants to make your life cheap. He steals. He kills. He destroys. He steals. He kills. He destroys. But Jesus comes and gives you life. And gives you that life more abundantly. That is the life God gives you. When, 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 when you come to know God. When you can, there was a madman in the Bible, Mark chapter 5. By the time he finished encountering Christ, it, his madness had been healed. And he was now in charge of ten cities. The devil wants you, your life to be a cheap life. Don't allow him, my brother. Don't allow him, my sister. That's why it says, for those who are interested in the kingdom of heaven, it is like a treasure. That's the, that's the first thing. The kingdom of God, Matthew 13, 44, look at it. It's like a treasure. The kingdom of God, again, the kingdom of God is like a treasure. That's the first thing. The kingdom of God is not cheap. Let's, look, look at us carefully. We are not living a cheap life here. This life we are enjoying here is expensive. But see, the devil is a deceiver. He is able to let... He, you see, Satan can display toilets as jollof rice. And people will eat it. He can play tricks on your eyes. So much that toilet, you will see it as rice. Jollof rice. And as you are eating it, those who know real jollof rice, ah, but what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? A beautiful girl like you, he will force you and trick you to, to, to make some, some, some married man with his wife in his household. He will use you as dessert. When he finishes with his wife, then he comes. Some of you, even in your area, every boy has slept with you before. You are like a lotto kiosk that is in the area. And you feel that you are rather on top. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like yes. You, you like, 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 like you are on top. But what I want you to understand tonight is that the, the kingdom of God, eh, it is expensive. It's like a treasure. Anybody here listening to me? You are here for the first time. Or you've not been going to church. I want to welcome you. To a place where God changes your life. 
from a cheap person to an expensive person. As I'm standing here, I'm expensive. This brother is expensive. The one who is on the keyboard is expensive. He always adds value to our lives. He doesn't take value from our lives. The only thing God does is to add value to your life. That's what I know. The only thing he does. Even if he removes something from your life, he's adding value to your life. There's nothing God, no experience in the kingdom of God. There's nothing you and God. No, I mean, there's no encounter with God that will be an encounter where he is removing value from your life. No. And sometimes you find even people, even pastors, who have worked with God for a while, who should be sensible. They can't tell when God is, is calling them to add value to their lives. If you are here, you were invited from a hostel, from a campus, UPSA, Legon, wherever, and you have been brought here, I want to inform you, nobody has any interest in taking from your life. God brought you here only to add to your life. I'm preaching. There's no plan. There's no, it's not like some, some secret agenda to remove. I mean, as I stand here, do I look like a depressed person? Do I look like somebody who, 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 who has no value? So I'm, I, I gave my life to Christ 32 years ago. 32 years ago. I got born again through my wife. She's sitting at the back there. She's my, I, 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 I'm her convert. She's at the back. Thirty-two years ago, God has only been good to me. I cannot. I, I, I can't lie to you that like I, I got born again. I, I came to Jesus, and uh, my, uh, one leg got cut off, or or. Uh, 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 Things have been slow in my life, and, and things didn't work out well, and uh, all my friends left me, and I became a, 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 a... No! He has only blessed me. He has only lifted me. Some of you girls, it is because of church that one day you'll be married to a man with three children. Apart from church, a day will come, you will have three children from four fathers. He has only been good. The kingdom. No, I'm just saying to that brother or sister who thinks that uh, uh, somebody invited you here to like Saturday evening, you should be minding your business, you should be in town. In town doing what? Smoking weed or chasing girls or watching pornography. There is nothing that you are doing this evening that, that, that can compare to the useless things you could have been doing in the, in, in, in the house. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. Maybe I can even end this service here. Some of you, that's what you need to hear. In case you think, or somebody said, let's go to church. and Some of you, I mean, can you imagine, you are coming to God. You are bluffing. You are, you are, you are whining. You are murmuring to, to God. Meanwhile, you the same girl. Somebody will take you to a, a, a nightclub and put his hands inside your panties. 
that one you didn't complain. By Sunday morning, they would have raped you. Some of you sitting here have been raped serially. Three boys at the same time. Two boys at the same time. Sometimes the boy who rapes you, when you wake up, you don't even know where he is. Somebody brings you to church on Saturday evening. You are complaining. You must be sick. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. You can go home. Today's your first time. What's your name, my darling? Wendy, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. If you don't like it, you can go. If you don't like it, next week, don't come. If it's hell, you want to go to hell, you can go to hell. Here, we are being enriched. We are being blessed. Our lives are increasing. God is blessing us. It is, it is just that God sent us. Sometimes anybody who is a messenger, sometimes it's like, you almost like, you go about begging and you, you, you almost look like you need something from someone. Yeah. The, the person who brought you, who came to beg you to come to church, who came to ask you that he, he will bring a bus to bring you to church, that person there is God who sent him. That is why he, he appears to you to have been begging you and has uh, momentarily made you important. But you are not important. You are not important. God just wants to help you. That's all. Like after this service, when we close this service, for instance, after the service today, and you feel that it's nonsense, you can go to hell. Next week, when they call you, don't come. Look at us here. We are very happy. We are blessed. Oh, no, no. You have just come. Look at us. Look at them. We are happy. We are blessed. But I promise you, if you have ever come, if you are sitting here, it means that you are tasting something. And if you turn away and go and never come back, promise i'm promising you one day mark it somewhere you will return you will be looking for us you can be here one saturday evening but that church service i came to by that time we are no more here on saturday we are somewhere having sunday morning service we are gone we are gone it's left with you and your lebanese boyfriend I can't move from the point that the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. When I was 13 years old, I was smoking. I was drinking. 13. Think of your 13-year-old nephew. 13. I was, smoke, I was a chain smoker and a drunkard. You can imagine what my life would be like, how I'll be like by this time. 13 equals smoking. I'm close to 50 years. 
It's just that I'm handsome, but I, I'm close to 50. It is only the intervention of God. God came in. Jesus came in. He intervened. And that is what broke the cycle of madness in my life. Some of you girls sitting here, you are mad. The life you are living is a life of madness. But God wants to restore sanity and wisdom and intelligence and clarity of thought. That is why you are here. It's not because anybody wants anything from you. If you don't like it, go away. You can even get up right now as I'm preaching. You can go. I'm yet. I said, I've been in this, this, church, this church, church business, singing in church. In church, 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 open your Bible, church, give offering, church, church. I've been doing it for 35 years. 30. Sorry, 32 years. I don't even regret one day. Not even one day of it. Why? Because nobody gets diamonds and regrets. <laughs> oh, I regret that I found gold. Hello, baby. I regret that I got gold. I mean, can you imagine somebody goes to town and finds $500,000 and regrets? I regret that I found five. Receive your treasure! How can you regret? How can you regret? You get diamonds, you regret. Nothing God will do for you in the kingdom will lower your life or take your life back. Only improvements of your life. Why? Because the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. All the time. Sit down. I've encountered people who embrace, like 32 years ago, I embraced what I got. I embrace it. By the grace of God, I'm not saying this uh, out of arrogance or whatever, but by the grace of God, I've never backslidden. It's like I, I left church for two weeks and came back, or one month, or I was away for a year, I came back. No, I've been in church. But there's some people who also get nice things, but they don't value it. There was a brother in church like that. Something happened in the church, he walked away. It was an usher, like our brothers in orange ashrenas. It was an usher. He left us. He abandoned the diamonds. He abandoned the gold. He was my church member. That's why I can tell you with clarity. He left us. After many years, I, when I heard about him, he was a security man somewhere. The next time I heard of him, there's nothing wrong with being a security man. But the next time I heard about him, he was a drunkard. A, 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 a decent young man, a teenager, had been turned into a drunkard because the devil will only reduce your life. By the way, after about four years, he died. Let me finish the story well. He died. 
He wants to kill you. So when you are in your hostel, in your room, and somebody comes and says, let's go to church on Saturday evening. You should rather give the person money and bless him for calling you. You won't even get. It is called an onapose. Onapo. 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 I mean, think about it. You, you, Saturday evening by this time, a man is smooching you under a tree somewhere. He will smooch you and deliver sperms with gonorrhea. You spend money treating your gonorrhea. Today you are in your room and a boy, the same boy, some time ago, a boy will call you and have sex with you. Tonight, a, a boy calls you and brings you to church. You are whining like a pig. Nonsense. Anybody sitting here who feels disturbed, who feels... Uh, what's the word? That's a word I'm looking for. Inconvenience. Inconvenience. Get up and go. We are being elevated here. The, our lives are being... We are blessed. We are blessed. Think about it. Who in your family has a proper marriage? But in the church, you will have a proper marriage. That's why we are here. The kingdom of heaven is like unto what? A treasure. I'm addressing thoughts and attitudes. I'm addressing it head on. Tonight is a head on collision. Yes. I said, if you are not happy with the church you are sitting in, get up and go. Go and smoke weed. Chase girls. Impregnate them. Smoke. Do drugs. Traffic drugs. When you, when you traffic drugs, you buy Mercedes Benz. You buy houses. Go. We, we are here. But when you finish and you come, what you went to look for and you are now in jail, we will have it and be in Yale. I'm preaching. I'm preaching to you tonight. I'm preaching to you. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. And when the man saw it, when the man saw it, when the man saw it, a proper man, first of all, he found it hidden. That's why he also hid it. Your mother did not bring you up with your breast outside your blouse. You two, hide it. Put it back. Tell the nearest sister, put your breast back. It's like a treasure. A treasure. A treasure. Say a treasure. Say a treasure. I want to inform you tonight, in case I don't say it before we leave here. Look at my face carefully and clearly. There's nothing cheap in the house of God.
Nothing is cheap. Everything we get in the house of God, we dig deep. Those who don't want to dig deep will only get sand and herbs. Yes. You see, you see, you see, you see God himself is not a cheap God. God himself. So, there is nothing about God. Even to find him, it's not easy to find him. It's not like some so, uh, 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 ECG pole by a junction. Oh, that's the pole. No. Turn your Bible to Isaiah 45. Isaiah 45, verse 15. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 15. Truly, truly, verse 15, you are a God who hides. In case you don't know, you think just coming to sit here tonight, casually, you will find God. You must be joking. You must be out of your socket. God hides. Anybody who will ever find God must be prepared, Julie, to dig deep. The same way you look for diamonds, that's how you look for God because God is not cheap. Nothing about him is cheap. Nothing about him is cheap. You can just come and sit around, fool around, come and go. To church, just chew some kebab, go back to your old dirty life and think you'll find God. You are deceiving yourself. And you see, all forms of deception are allowed. But the, but the craziest of them is self-deception. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 oh, it's nice. Sometimes it's nice like to, to deceive your headmaster or to deceive your housemaster. It's, it's nice. Like you are in town, but you are rain pillows in your mosquito net, uh, uh, your, your, your net, as if you are sleeping. And you cover the pillows with cloth. When it comes, uh-huh, Ethel is asleep. Meanwhile, you are in town. can deceive your mother can deceive your father can even deceive your pastor but it it, it, it it tends towards madness when you deceive yourself and when you are in church and you don't dig deep you are deceiving yourself you will never find what you are. People here will share testimonies of how they found God, how God changed their lives, how they become that today she, she, she joined Shine when she was a little girl. Today she's now a grown, all grown, married with her children. She's got a car. She works here. He's a missionary. He's a pastor. He's this. And you are sitting here in the same church. Ah, but it's not the same place. It's the same place. The same place. Just as you can't find oil by going to Cape Three Points. There's no oil line anywhere. You dig deep in the sea. Oh, you get the oil. The fact that you are somewhere doesn't mean you get the blessings there. Because God, he hides. Watch it carefully. That's why I'm going to announce it very soon. Very soon, in shine, we'll start an hour earlier than we normally do and have ministry meetings with the word of God teachings Bible sharing for one hour one hour sharing talking the Bible teaching and sharing, asking questions and answering then five o'clock we start our church service yes why? because it, 
even, even, even in school, I don't know if that term is still there, but those days when, when we were in the university and we were going to learn, we said, I'm going to mine. Do you still use that word? Say, what? Well, is it still? He's mining. Mining. Yeah. It's, it's still there. Yeah. Yes. He's mining. We are mining. 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 You are going to, even geography, you mine. History, you mine. How much more the word of God? Should we not mine and go deep in the word? It cannot be that when you come to church, the only verse you read is the one the pastor is preaching from. We will do Bible study. Quizzes. Some of the days will be quizzes. It's a quiz. We ask questions. We ask questions. Sometimes we will line you up here. Come and sit on that here. Yes. And if you like, don't answer the questions. <laughs> if you like faith. How many of you would like to come and sit on the stage? Hey, you lift your hand. <laughs> For the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden. And last week, I taught you that for your life to be expensive, for your life to be a great life, there must be good things you are hiding. Nobody sees it. Your best friend doesn't know. Your mother is not aware. Your uncle is not aware. Your big nobody knows, but it's in your life. Hide. The treasure. Everybody must have a treasure you've hidden personally. Hidden. Hide it. And Jesus taught us certain things that must be hidden. Some things, you see, and that's why I'm saying that the devil has rather deceived us that it is only sin we hide. Only abortion we keep from our parents. Only sex we hide. So even some of you as Christians, the, the, the things that are secret in your life are all evil. But Solomon says that there can be secret things. Put it up, Ecclesiastes. Twelve fourteen. God shall bring every work into judgment. With every secret, secret. I'm preaching to a group of people who will also have secrets. But your secret is not pornography. Your secret, whether, whether it be good. Good. Or whether it be evil. There are some people, the only things that are hidden in their lives are evil things. Sins. Iniquities. But you and I as believers are also allowed by God to hide things. Read my lips. Hide. Hide it. But you are only allowed to hide good things. And the first thing I taught you last week was prayer. The real prayer that changes your life is the prayer that is hidden. You can't come to church and the only prayer about your life 
is you are here. When you progress a little, shite a bite, a bite, a bite, a bite, a bite. Your only prayer, the only prayer you pray is the prayer people see. I'm preaching, girl. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Yeah, it's, it's nice for us to come to church and pray together. But watch, watch what Jesus Christ says. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 5. Say, so when you pray, 6 5, when you pray, you shouldn't be as the hypocrites who love to pray standing in the synagogues, in the corners of the streets. No. Your prayer that they may be seen of men. Verily, they have their reward. Next verse, verse 6. six, six. Badao. Say Badao. Turn to your neighbor and say Badao. Thou. Say Badao. Say, but you. You. When you pray, enter into your closet. Nobody sees it. Enter into your closet. And when you have shut the door, you pray to your father who is in secret. Secret. Oh, how I wish that everybody sitting here had secret prayer. Like, this evening, we began the service with prayer. Father, we pray, meet us tonight. Speak to us tonight. Father, let your word come fresh. Let it re- renew us, Lord. Let your word change our lives. Thank you for your spirit. We bless you, O oh God. Fine. But I'm asking that. Is that the only prayer you prayed today? The one everybody saw? That you are hypocrites. The, the, there must be prayer. Is it Ethel? The name again. Wendy, there must be prayer in your life. That is he your friend? You came to church with him? Your brother. Oh, I see you are both very handsome and beautiful. See, you've got curls. Are you in the UPSA? Where? You're done with school, and you are done with school? Both of you are done with school. So younger brother, you're, 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 you're the big sis. Wow. And who invited you to church tonight? You invited him. You, you were here before? A shepherd here. Wow. Very soon, the shepherds will have meetings before the service starts. But Wendy, you must have secret prayers that your little brother doesn't know about. So in the morning, when you wake up at 6 o'clock, he has woken up at 6 but you woke up at 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock and for one hour you did secret prayer alone with God praying, reading your Bible so when you step out of 6 uh, of your room at 6 o'clock he thinks you just woke up but what he doesn't know is that he has woken up with goats and when you wake up with goats you become a goat I want to ask you, is there any secret prayer in your life? Is there? Close it. That's why I say, what are you hiding? You should be able to tell me today, I've hidden one hour of prayer. Nobody knows it. 
Sometimes even when you are with your friends, maybe you are going for a lecture, the lecturer hasn't come, or you are going to a lecture hall, or you are sitting somewhere with your friends, as you are sitting there, like you are there, your friends are there, some are, uh, you know, sending what happens. You are just there quiet, but you are praying inside your throat. It's secret. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hey, Kwame, what are you doing? I'm doing something. So, so when you look at my face, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm not talking. Oh, hello, Francis, how are you? It's not every prayer that you say, you are a hypocrite that must be prayer that nobody knows you are praying but you are praying and your reward what are you hiding you are hiding prayer watch it and your father who sees in my throat are you in my throat you can't tell i'm praying but god sees my throat and the god who sees my throat that I'm praying will reward me openly with a car that you can't see. With a job that you don't know about. With deliverance. You can't imagine. But how come? I thought this girl, she always escapes. Why is there always, this is the girl who is always sharing testimonies. But ah, 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 Jessica, every day God has done something. Every day, but are we all not together? We are together. But you, there's nothing secret about you. Everything is open for all to see. A real Christian must have secrets. Are you hiding? When you are hiding nothing, you will be nothing. <laughs> yes. The next thing is fasting. Fasting. Jesus, in the same Ma- Ma- uh, 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 Matthew 6, he says, when you fast, don't make your face morborific. Be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance. Hmm. Like the girl who was breaking her fast with uh, Mami Dora. <laughs> Make your face. Hmm. Hmm. It's not easy. Oh. Hmm. Oh, there's nothing. There's some small fasting. Fasting. But you should be able to fast. Fast. How many of you want God to reward you openly? To bless you openly? To give you straight A's openly? I said straight A's openly? To shoot your GPA from 2.3 to 3.5 openly? Receive the ability to go through secrets. 
fasting. Everybody, there must be a day you fast that nobody knows. Hello? It, it, these are the treasures that make your life valuable. Are you? You don't fast. Any food that crosses your path, you clear. Some of you can eat. When you finish, then you add your tongue to, to swipe the plate. Dry cleaning. Dry cleaning. I want to give you the third thing you must hide in your life. Number three. Shamakata. The third thing you must hide as a young boy. What's the first one? Fasting or prayer. Number two is what? Prayer. The third thing a believer must hide is the word of God. Can you see that right now I'm preaching? Can you hear me preaching? Can you see I'm preaching? This is not what makes a person valuable. Oh, I'm, I'm going to preach right now. Do, do, do you want your life to go up? You want to overcome fornication? You want to overcome pornography? You want to overcome lying and stealing? Do you know that when you overcome pornography, your life elevates in value? Anybody who feeds on pornography daily has a twisted soul. You are sick. Once a month, you have got tuberculosis. Pornography once a month is spiritual TB. How many of you want to live an expensive life? A valuable life? A life that is, that is, that is expensive, not a cheap life? Psalm 119. Verse 11. Psalm 119. Verse 11. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Yes, Douglas. Thy word. That is why preaching doesn't stop a person from sinning. You can preach and fornicate. Yes, you can sing. You, you can sing and be sleeping with the choir director. 
preaching is not an immunization from sin. There is one, only one way you handle the word of God. To prevent your life from going down in value. Because sin reduces your value. The Bible says in Proverbs, find it for me, it says, By means of a whorish woman, a man is reduced to a piece of bread. Sin reduces your life. Sin reduces your life. Proverbs what? 7. 6.26 For by means of a forest, give us the New Living Translation or some other modern English. For a prostitute will bring you to poverty. But sleeping with another man's wife will cost you your life. (laughs) New American Standard Bible. For on account of a harlot, one is reduced. The word I want you to note this evening is reduce. Say reduce. That is, I mean, what do you do with harlot? Bible study? Crusade? What do you do with a harlot? Fasting and prayer? What do you do with a You know what is done with a harlot? Yes. Yes. Outreach? Yes. So, 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 listen. Listen. Look at me very carefully. Every form of sin. Anything that is a sin. It might feel exciting. It might feel pleasurable, but it will eventually reduce your life. Nobody may know about it, but it will reduce your life. You can keep pornography in your phone with a password, with another password in a folder, which has a password which goes to that folder. Nobody knows that pornography. But it is reducing your life. A man, a man with muscles and bones and blood is reduced to a piece of bread. A loaf. And this type of bread is not even the fresh one. It's the moldy, stale bread. May God deliver you from whatever it is that will come your way to reduce your life. But watch it. Psalm 119, verse 11. It says, How? Thy word have I hid in my heart. So, 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 tonight... Michael, in your heart must be a word you have hidden. Maybe next week I will talk about supernatural experiences. I don't know when I will come to that point. 
but some things in the word of God must be your secrets. Don't be too concerned about the word you share. Don't let your life be all about singing the word of God. Take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, to the place where I first received you. And singing, it won't be long. We will believe in It won't be long. We'll be going home. Enough of the singing. Enough of the preaching. What have you hidden inside your heart? What, what, which, which scripture has been hidden? As a young boy, David said, Where or how shall a young man cleanse his ways from sin? Then he answers, By paying heed. But it is this verse that tells us where to put the word. Listen, it is not every word you put in your notebook. you are sitting here, there should be scriptures hidden inside your heart. When you wake up at dawn, you open your Bible and you meditate on the word. You read the word of God. You pray about it. You think about it. You look for other verses that help you to understand. As you are doing that, that exercise constitutes hiding it inside your heart. And it is that word which one day will give you authority over sin. Listen. 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 I heard a story. I don't know whether it is true. But I will share it. A man had a gun loaded in his house. He had his bedroom. But apparently the wisdom was that he should have kept the gun because thieves would normally come in the night. So he should have kept the gun inside the bedroom where he sleeps. So that when he hears some boom, 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 he can reach out, go pull here, do, and pick the, 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 the gun. But the man, if he was on the second floor, the same house, the gun was in a drawer on the ground floor. So a day came when he thieves broke into his house. I don't know how his mind was working. He began to shout to the thieves. Get out of here. I'm armed. I'll kill you. 
And the thief answered, Where are you? We are looking for you. If you have a gun, show, stand, show us. Then someone detected where the voice was coming from. Because sometimes you must warn that I am armed. I am armed. Clear from here. And sometimes when he says, I'm, then he will fire a warning shot. Pah! I say, Hey! Open but this time, the man didn't have any gun. So he was just using his mouth. Using his mouth. The thieves located him. Killed him. They searched through the house. Eventually found his gun. And took it away. That gun, if it had been lying by his bedside I'm preaching or under somewhere or around the bed he could have just reached out for the gun and in addition to saying I am armed don't come near pa, pa! he didn't do that what's the lesson on any ordinary day when there was no danger the man could have decided to come from the second floor to pick his gun from the drawer. Any day. It is his gun. He knows where the gun is lying. In his car. But there is a day when evil comes to your life. You won't have time to leave the second floor and go downstairs. There is a certain time in your life you will not even have the energy to read the Bible. Even if we open the Bible, there will be tears in your eyes. You can't see the pages of the Bible. That is why there is a time in your life when all is well, you must be stuffing the word of God inside your heart. Because the day you meet the guy and he removes his set and you see his six packs, you yourself will beg him and say, take me now. Some of you guys, you've not seen a girl before. You, you, you've not met a bad girl. When you meet a bad girl, you know you have met a stormy weather. As a Christian, not, not as an unbeliever. When you're an unbeliever, you are the one looking for the girls. When you become a believer, you become anointed by God. It's the girls who look for you. May a girl not find you. And when they find you, may you be ready. It's not the time to open the Bible and say, Why is Ephesians? 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 Four. No, it's not four. Hey! Ephesians where? Sex. No, no, not that one is honor thy mother and thy father. Ah, not my mother. My mother. No. Which verse? Ah! The, the girl comes. She comes and she just turns herself. And shakes the buttocks in front of you. Listen. Hello. There is a time, eh? Watch my face very well. There is a time you will hold the Bible. Bible. It's, it's, it's as useless as graphic. <laughs> there will be a time. You'll be holding the Bible. 
it will be as useless as toilet paper. The Bible. Toilet paper. That is why even Jesus, the day he met Satan, he didn't go and read the Bible. The word was in his heart. Matthew 4. He pulled one verse out. He speaks, he pulls one. He speaks, he pulls one. Some of you, even tonight, if a girl comes to stand in front of you naked, which verse? You don't know. All you know is that rejoice with the wife of your youth. Ama, thou. Adia menin daswa mensaka. You are a stupid boy, stupid. Are you in church? Some of you young men here, even as I'm preaching tonight, as you are here, you'll go to your room, you're alone, your roommates have gone home, they they will come tomorrow. You are alone, you are alone in the room. You are about to change and then sleep. And a girl comes and says, you know, as he's talking, and suddenly a dress goes off. You just say, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will still continue to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But there's a brother who has got the word of God in his heart. I said, the word of God is in his heart. As the girl is saying, I said, no, my body is the temple of the Lord. I can't, I'm saying that there's a time in your life you cannot open the Bible. There's nothing like Bible study. There's nothing like memory verse. There's nothing like, where's Reverend Kobe? Where is Auntie Miriam? Where is Sister Grace? No. The day comes, it is only the word of God inside of your heart. You don't have it, you are down. When your mother says something to you, when your father does something, and you are tempted, you feel so offended, you want to dishonor her. Instantly, a word comes to you. Because you hid it inside the crevices, inside the inner atria of your heart. Honor your father and your mother. That is the word that will deliver you from a curse. But that day, if there's no word in your heart, you will dishonor your mother. You will, I, I said, I've seen a girl, she fought with her mother and tore her blouse. It's not easy for her after now. The day, you can write this one down. The day of your temptation is not the day of reading scriptures. It's a bad time to read scriptures. The day of your temptation is not the day of Bible reading. It's for quoting. 
is for using that word. The day, the day you are so hungry and you see money you can steal. Like Jesus. Don't forget, my dear. 40 days not, not eating. <laughs> if you see bread, sister, won't you be tempted a little? A little. Yes, you grab it. And especially if it is not even bread, but you have the power to turn a stone to bread. 40 days fasting. Ebe. 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 Look, all of you sitting here, as you grow, let me inform you. I said it earlier. I'll repeat it. You will not be like this forever. Some of you tonight, you don't have any money. But one day, you'll be very rich. Yeah. I'm not just, I'm, I'm not like saying something to excite you. No. It's, 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 it's not even a prophecy. It will happen. Some of you sitting here as ordinary boys, ordinary church members, a day will come. Yesterday I was praying for a young boy. The Lord spoke to me clearly. This boy, is a, he may easily be a pastor in this church one day. He may be the pastor of this church one day. I was praying for him yesterday. It won't be like some of you dancing. It's just today that we need people to dance. But soon, you'll be a pastor. And listen to me very carefully. Maybe I'm ending now. Listen to me very carefully. A day will come. Everybody, boy, girl. Listen. Take it that you've forgotten everything I said this evening. This one. Take it home. A day will come. You will have power. Power. To convert stones to bread. That is, you will have power and influence that can, that will allow you to sin anytime. Anyway, can you imagine if I wanted to sleep with girls in the church? Think about it. All I have to do is to prepare a duty roster. <laughs> Date and time. And venue. I have power. And that is when the devil comes and says that. Use your power to convert a girl to a loaf of bread. Eat the girl. Eat. Eat now. That girl. That girl. The one at the back. Yeah, the black. No, the copper. The, 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 that one. The girl with the big breast. Let ask her to meet you at the back. Yes. I have power. I have power. And it is at this time, this is not the time we read scriptures. No. At this time, let me inform you, the, the Bible, the scriptures I'm living my life with now, I read them 25 years ago. I can take you to my house in Takrade and show you where I used to lie. And fast and pray. Those are the scriptures from Isaiah. The fear of God. Those are the verses. Not today's, uh, thou shalt not tempt the Lord. These ones, we will use them in 10 years time. Right now, I'm living off the word I ate years ago. You will have power one day. Think about it. Look, this evening, this evening, we are having two church services. This is one. There's another church service upstairs. 
Then tomorrow Sunday, we have four church services. You can imagine the amount of money, offerings. Yes, that if I was a thief. Richard, think about it. If I was, if, if I didn't have self-control over money, all I have to do is just call the uh, uh, Asha. Um, um, hey, uh, Sally, yes, take one bag to the car. Somebody is going to meet you and open the boots. Who will know? Everybody will come to a time in your life where the, the power you have, you'll be tempted to use it to sin. You'll be tempted to use the power you have over someone to do something to the person. One brother, it was a Sunday afternoon, we were having a service, flaming fire, yeah, months ago. She said one day, he went to visit his sheep. As for sitting with the sheep, he was sitting here. You see, you see, here. I, 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 that's him. He said he was sitting in, in, the, in the room with his, he's a shepherd. In this church, the people who take care of people, like the, the, uh, uh, um, counsel them, visit people, pray for them, they are called shepherds. Then the one receiving shepherdorial care is the sheep. So the shepherd was sitting with the sheep. He said, as he was with the girl, talking, he just suddenly felt like kissing the girl. Yes, it will happen to you. And if you are told the girl, I want to kiss the girl, he said, let's go inside. Let's, it's open It is at that time that what is inside your heart will deliver you. That time, when you are with the girl, as you are chatting, you are, um, um, uh, what's the name of our bishop? What's the name of our bishop? Bishop um, Ogo. Bishop Ogo. Um, when last week was, was, he said that, that there will be a prayer meeting on, um, was it Sunday? Um, um, what? Evening. There's nobody in the room. Oh. Only you and the girl. You and I. Only you and I. I. The temptation to use somebody's lips as chewing gum. Joseph, Joseph, in the Bible, I said there is a day you don't read the Bible. Something happened. The temptation comes to you. It's not the time to look for scriptures from now. No, it is what is inside your heart. So as soon as Satan quoted, Jesus quoted. Just written. He will quote again. That he will also quote. May there be something you have hidden inside your heart. I mean, from now on, don't be too interested. Yes, teach, share, talk to people. But you yourself must have scriptures you have put inside your heart on the day of emergency, the day you are tempted to steal, to lie, to watch pornography. What scriptures do you have? 
My sister, if your former boyfriend comes to you and says he wants to sleep with you tonight, what do you have? If somebody sends a text right now and it's pornography, you see that this is porn. What will you do? You will sit down and it's like you can't find the button to, 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 to. ah why is why is the off button? You can't find it. But I pray today. You see, I'm saying to you that if anyone to be to be valuable, to be expensive, to be a treasure, there must be a word and scriptures and very choice choice messages from God that you must hide in your heart. And the process of hiding it is the process of meditating on the word of God. Chewing on it. Tossing it in your heart. Reading. Praying about it. Asking questions about it. So the word becomes a part of your heart. Remember, Satan is going to knock on your door one of these days. And when he arrives, that will not be the day to say you are looking for King James Bible. May you begin a lifestyle of hiding God's word. God's word. God's word. In your heart, the Bible can be hidden. The word of God can be hidden. Scriptures can be hidden. Hide scriptures on holiness. Hide scriptures on tithing. The day you are tempted to eat your tithe, there should be a scripture you, you should be able to pull from your heart and say, no, will a man rob God? Never. May your life not just be what we see on the outside, but when we see you looking nice, with your nice hair, nice face, nice dress, May there be things you have hidden. And, 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 and it says, Thy word have I hid. Nobody can hide it for you. I can only preach to you. I can only admonish you. If nothing enters your heart, unless you take it and put it in your heart. No pastor, no shepherd, no bishop. There's no preaching by any man of God. That will put a word inside your heart. Thy word have I hid in my heart. You hide it in your heart. You hide it in your heart. May this be a lifestyle from now till eternity. A lifestyle of taking the scriptures, hiding it. Maybe next week. I will talk about supernatural experiences. Yes. That one also is something you must learn to hide in your heart. Stand to your feet. Lift your two hands. Everybody, lift your two hands. God brought you here today. Look, you've heard something that will forever transform your life. I want you with your hands lifted up to pray and talk to God and say, Lord, 
Give me grace to hide your word in my heart. Lift your two hands and pray. Lift your two hands and pray. Don't be walking about empty. What is in your heart? Offenses? What is in your heart? Schemes? Ideas? Evil ideas? How to rape a girl? How to steal money? What is in your heart? It will determine your value. But David said, Thy word. Thy word. I've hidden tonight. If nobody has told you this before, you are learning tonight that the word of God can be hidden. Hide it. Hide it. Wake up at dawn. Read the verse. Meditate on it. Hide it. It will change your life. Lift your two hands and pray. Pray for your life. Pray and say, Lord. Lord, I pray. Lord, I pray. I surrender my life to you. Today is my day. Today is my day. Today is my day. Today is my day. I surrender to you. I bow my knees to you. Your word. I will not play with your word. I will not be casual with your word. I will not trivialize your word. Today, today, Lord. Today, today. Teach me, Lord, to value your word. To have a Bible. I read. Help me to hide it in my heart so that I will not sin against you. Every eye closed. Please put down your hand and bow down your head. Before we leave here, what a wonderful time we've had in the presence of God. You want to say, Pastor, my friend invited me to church, but I'm not born again. I want to surrender my life to Christ. I want to live for Jesus. I'm so happy I came here. But Pastor, I'm only in church. I'm not in Christ. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I don't know who you are. I don't even know how you came here. That's every head is bowed and every eye is closed. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. If you want me to pray for you to be born again. And I want to do that for you. Wherever you are standing, don't move anywhere. Just lift your hand above your head. Just lift your hand above your head. I want to pray for you. Yes. Just lift it up. Uh, yes. Just lift it up. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. That's all. It doesn't mean you are a thief. Doesn't mean you are you are whatever. It is just it, it is just a decision to give your life to Christ. Lift it high. Lift your hand high above your head. Pastor, I want to be born again. Pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. If your hand is lifted up, you want to receive Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Wherever you are, come to me in front here. I want to pray for you. Come. Come. Clap your hands for them as they come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. All of me. Come. All of me. Lift your hands. Jesus, take all of me. I'm holding nothing back. I give myself.
the future holds, I ask you to take hold of me. Lift your two hands, those in front. And I want you, from your heart, I don't know why God brought you here tonight. But surely, you are of interest to him. Surely. He cares about you. Surely. He wants to turn your life around. And as your hands are lifted up, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Repeat as I say, Heavenly Father, today, I come to you. I'm sorry. I am young. But I've already forsaken you. I've gone far from you. Living my own life. Doing what I want to do. But tonight, I'm sorry. Please receive me. Please draw me close to you. Take all of me. I'm dirty. Please wash me. Please wash my sins. Cleanse me. Wash me. Cleanse me. Make me pure. Today, I declare, I am born again. I'm starting a new life. In this church, with these brethren, my life has changed. I'm not the same again. Wash me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. Give me a new start. I thank you, Lord. I bless your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the word of God with us. God bless you richly and remember, it's a Jesus revolution.